0: This morning, I want to talk to you about an increase in authority and intercession. And the reason why I'm so excited about this is because the Lord gave me a dream um, recently. He's had me in um, Revelation 12. And um, I've been meditating on it and meditating on it. And he gave me this dream the other night. And I'll share it with you because I think it's important for the body of Christ as a whole. Um, It's important not just to know where we are in our own families. And to say, okay, this is what's going on in my life, this is what's going on in my family's life, this is what's going on in my church community family life, this is what's going on in my city. But we also need to know what's going on worldwide, and, and so we will be uh, like Issachar, and we'll know the times, right? So, when we start to see things moving and shifting in the Middle East, and when we see things starting to, all, everything starting to be moved around, and all the players starting to be moved around, as a body of Christ, we have to say, wait a minute, what does this mean? Right? Because we won't know the time of his return, but we will know the season of his return right it tells us that in Matthew 24 so we have to know we have to be we have to be watchful the Lord tells us over and over and over, I want you to be watchful. I want you to watch and 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 see what's happening so that you can get into alignment, get into alignment with what I'm doing, not just personally, not just in your family, but on a corporate level as well. And, and, and the reason that I want to talk to you about intercession, because we are all, every single one of us are intercessors. We are all called to be intercessors. We're called to be priests and kings, and one of our roles, as priests is to be an intercessor he, God, Jesus is our high priest right and so he makes intercession for us day and night and we, in Revelation 1 it says that the, that he made us both priests and kings to our God and so therefore we in our priestly role are also intercessors and we make intercession for others through Christ as he makes intercession so there's a partnership that happens in prayer with Jesus so the Lord gave me a dream the other night and in the dream um, I looked up in the sky and I saw an American Airlines plane and it was painted like the American flag which American Airlines plane is not painted like the American flag and so I'm looking at it and I thought huh that's really interesting and then I saw this black plane going towards it and chasing it like it was trying to destroy it and I saw the American Airlines plane and it wasn't acting like a plane it began to fold the metal as this black plane began to come towards it like it was trying to dodge the the efforts of the black plane to bring it down and so I looked up at it and I pointed at the black plane and I said you must come down is what I said so the black plane comes down and lands right in front of me and I'm like uh oh <laughs> I forgot to say you must come down over there. <laughs> so out walks this man and this woman off of this plane and they seemed a little off to me a little strange and they they took me with them to their headquarters where I met the their boss or, or the man that was responsible for them in this plane and um he walked over to the woman and he opened her face up and she was a non-human she wasn't human and he began to do things to tweak and i looked over and i saw a sea of non-humans and i was like oh no this is like a factory where they're making all of these non-humans is not a good idea for me to be here. So I turn and begin to run from this place. And as I run, I run out into the wilderness where it's snowing and it's obviously not Texas. It's snowing and there's trees. And so I I go into the forest and um, as I'm there, I notice, I look around and I notice that there are animals that are not like normal animals, they're part dog and part squirrel, and they're part chipmunk and part this, and I look around and there's this bear that's also part wolf, and I thought something is happening, and there's, a, there's something really demonic happening, something that's, that's not natural that's going on, and I realized that all of these animals are, are out to kill the Christians. So I begin to hide and my hiding place gets uncovered. And um, so I'm standing there and all of these animals are beginning to come towards me. And I say, the blood of the lamb, the blood of the lamb, the blood of the lamb. And they all turn over and become docile now I realize that this big bear wolf thing is on its way to come to get me and another non-human man walks up to me and he says my name he said Tracy Eckert come with me we are here to protect you and I knew that while the other non-humans were demonic angels I knew that these were heavenly angels that had come to war on our behalf So, so with that um, I had been meditating and the Lord had really been giving me some revelation on, um, on, on um, Revelation chapter 12, verse 7. So why don't you go ahead and turn there and let's read. So what this told me is a couple of things. Number one, there's an increase of authority coming to us. To, to begin to call down the enemy because don't, right now what's happening, I believe in America, I believe that the enemy is coming to, um, uh, to destroy America, but he is coming before God's timing. Not that God wants to destroy America, but he's coming. And I believe that there's a usurping that's going on right now. And I believe that the Lord is saying, if you will pray, you can actually bring this down. You can actually influence and bring down what is planned over our finances or, or over the market, over the dollar. You can, you can thwart the plans of the enemy over any kind of attack. You can lessen any kind of invasion. Yeah. These are the things that God is saying to us right now. Because the world is shifting and things are moving and there's, there's, there, the enemy has, is plotting and planning against this nation. So that all, so we can have, you know, the one world government. I don't want to get into all of the end time uh, uh, eschatology. Because Matthew will step up here and, of course, interrupt me and correct me. Oh, they didn't turn on the mic. They didn't turn on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> but it is really about, there it is. Oh, no. Revelation chapter one. Revelation. <laughs> Everyone turn in your It's going to be a long day. <laughs> so anyway, Um so when you have and when it, so so in order to have one world government, you've got to take the government that's at the top and bring it down. I think we can all pretty much agree on that, right? Okay. Uh, Revelation 12: verse 7. And war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought, but they did not prevail, nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth and his angels were cast out with him. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come for the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony and they did not love love their lives to the death. So I wasn't, when I was praying and I was, I was declaring, I'm, I'm in intercession, I'm in a place of prayer, and, and I have all of this authority all of a sudden. I mean, I'm literally bringing down an enemy who is, who is over America, and I'm speaking to him, and I'm saying, you must come down. And then I pray over these demonic creatures, these demons in, in, this, in the forest. And I'm saying to them, what? The blood of the lamb. And so he's saying here, listen, there is something about the blood of the lamb. Why the lamb and why not Jesus? Why didn't I say the blood of Jesus? Because I rarely say the blood of the lamb. That's just not part of my vernacular. But I believe that what the Lord is saying is that that the blood of the Lamb is going to be very important in the days to come because there will be those that do not love their life to death. They do not love their life unto death. We do not consider ourselves, it's Galatians 2.20, where we have come to the perfect man, where we no longer, it's no longer I who live, but it's Christ who lives in me. And that's the beauty of intercession. You cannot be an intercessor if you are invested in the outcome. You cannot be an intercessor if you have some sort of emotion tied to it, like you're trying to control the outcome. Do you know what I mean? Like you're in, you're in this place and you're interceding going, man, I'm going to intercede for you, brother, because you are messed up. And look at all this stuff you've done. And so you're judging what you see, but God is saying, I've got to have intercessors who have already decided that they don't get a vote. There you go. I don't get a vote. I don't get to, to, you know, when God says intercede, I'm like, well, I don't really even like that person. And God's like, really? Well, you don't get a vote. I have called you to be a watchman on my wall and you've got to get in there with a pure heart and a pure conscience and begin to intercede on their behalf so that you can bring the enemy down over their lives. Rick Joyner says this, you are either in intercession or you're in accusation. It's one or the other, right? We want to have an opinion about everything that our brother or our sister are doing, but we don't want to lay down our lives in order to intercede to save them. And God is saying we've got to start not only interceding for one another, but we've got to begin to take a stand for this nation. Because now is the time, because we're beginning to see everything lining up. And beloved, I will tell you, in my entire life, and I'm older than a lot of you in here, younger than some... I've never in my life seen what's happening in America. My father has never seen, my grandfather has never seen what is happening in this nation right now. It is like the train has left the station and there's no turning back. And the only thing that is going to help us is not going to be a political solution, but it is going to be, will the intercessors rise up in this hour and begin to take their place on the wall? Amen. Amen. So, we have Christ that came and died for our sin once and for all. And he made us this priest. So we serve as priests, and we join him in intercession on the behalf of others. uh, When you are an intercessor, you are a prophetic intercessor. You are are a, a prophetic person because you have eyes to see and ears to hear. What did Jesus say over and over and over? Blessed is those that have the eyes to see and the ears to hear. If you can hear, then you can say. I only do what I see my father doing and I only say what I hear my father saying. Jesus functioned as an intercessor and he told Peter, didn't he? Hey, Satan has come to sift you like wheat, but I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to stand in the gap on your behalf so that you can overcome. Not that you won't necessarily go through the trial, because the trial actually helps us, it equips us. The fiery trial just burns off all of the the dross on us so that we can be pure and spotless before him in that day. The spirit and the bride say, come. The spirit and the bride say come. So there's a heaven to earth situation going on here, beloved. And as intercessors, we're supposed to hear and release. Right? So I pray what I hear the father praying. And I say what I hear the father saying. I pray. I think there was a song like that at IHOP. Was it Bethel? Come on. Come on. Come on, somebody. So there's a sound resonating in heaven. And what happens... Now that the veil is torn, we can access that sound. And it's the intercessors that will rule the day. We will rule the day. We will be the ones that determine what happens in this nation. You will be the one that determines what happens in your families. A lot of us find ourselves a little too much in that position of navel-gazing, you know? I don't know about you, but I will throw a pity party for a while before I actually get a clue and go, oh yeah, I'm supposed to be interceding. And I'm in there like, you're being mean to me. And the Lord's like, really? Really? Can you stop that for a minute? And, 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 and look at me. Because I have something to say about this. And I need you to release on the earth what I have to say. Because what I have to say is more important than what you have to say, Tracy. Do y'all have that argument? Yeah, you're like, oh, you're right again. <laughs> <laughs> so we're to join in with the spirit in agreement. The spirit and the bride say, come. So come, O spoken word, come. Come, Holy Spirit, come, Jesus, and bring a resolution to the conflict in the hour that we're living. Bring a a resolution to the conflict in my marriage. Because if you will wait on the Lord in the place of intercession, I'm telling you, the enemy, because it's not your spouse. It's not your friend. It's actually the enemy that's on prowl. He's prowling around looking for a way to destroy your relationships. Because if you don't have any friends, if you don't have any family, he's got you isolated and he can begin to destroy you. Right? That's why we're called as a family here at the Haas. We love each other and we fight for one another. If I don't fight for you, how are you going to get to where you're going? If I don't fight and stand on your wall, how are you actually going to step into the things that God has called you to do? It's impossible. None of us are alone and God made it that way. We are rocks that are fit together to create this building called the church. So the word resonate actually means to, uh, uh, resonate means to expand, to intensify, or to amplify a sound. So we are called to resonate what's going on in heaven. We take it and we're like, your mouth is like a trumpet. Isn't that awesome? My mouth is actually like a trumpet without this microphone. They can hear me in the next county. The dogs are going, what's that sound? (laughs) It's true and we're called to resound we're called to resound which means to throw back to repeat the sound of so we're not only to amplify the sound that we hear the words that we hear we're to be a trumpet but we're but we're to also resound it meaning that we are to repeat what we hear it's so easy isn't this easy like anybody could do it right but nobody does it. When I first started in intercession, I would go to to like this intercession group, me and all the grandmas, right? Cuz it's usually the grandmas. <laughs> Praise the Lord for the grandmas. <laughs> you know? Everybody else is like, oh no, that's boring. Oh no, I'm sorry. Uh, ruling and reigning is boring? I don't think so. Because the beauty of that is that you get to see the results. Like, like you begin to get in the zone and then you see the result and you're like, whoa. Yeah, we might have done that. Just saying. Come on. That's a lot of fun. So, so anyway, before I knew how to intercede, I would go to some of these... These meetings of, of intercessors, and they would have like like this list of everything to pray for, and they would go down the list, da, 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 da. and I was like, I'm just not getting what's on the list. Like I was hearing from 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 heaven, and it wasn't on the list, <laughs> and I thought. Wow, I'm doing it wrong. I'm doing it wrong. Something's wrong. You know, (laughs) everybody else is going to the list. I don't listen to the list and I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to pray. I'm like, God, help me. So, this went on for quite a while. I mean, this went on for years. I I wasn't getting what's on the list. Well, beloved, let me tell you, when the Lord began to teach me how to pray, He was like, hey, I got a list and you need to go on my list. It's my list. It's what you hear from heaven, and then you release it on the earth, right? So something's happening. Let's say something's happening in Boston. We know, right, with the, with the last terrorist attack that was in Boston. Well, we all come in here, and we begin to get, say, you know, Lord, what you know, let us hear your voice over Boston. And these guys get up here, and not only do they pray it, they declare it, but they sing it. And the reason why that's important is because there's a song and, and what happens with song? Song actually is the only form of communication that passes by both sides of the brain, right? So why can you remember a jingle but you can't remember like your vocab words, right? Every student in here, you know what I'm talking about. You're like, oh my gosh! Set your vocab words to a jingle, and you'll remember it. But everybody remembers a song. So, so what we'll do is we'll take the intercession and we'll sing it. All right. When you do this, what happens is that you are actually causing those words to go out in the atmosphere. Those words do not stay in this room. Those words travel throughout this city, they travel throughout this nation and they resonate throughout the, the nations, the world. Now that's what I'm talking about. If you want to rule and reign with Christ, if you want to rule the nations, get in the place of intercession and it will happen for you. You don't have to go to Mozambique to rule and reign in that place to begin to intercede and pray because there's no distance in the spirit. Right, I mean, you have to look at this. When, when, when um, you had uh, a lot of the prophetic happening before Jesus even stepped foot on the ground before he was ever born, what was he doing? He fulfilled every letter of the law, right? Every prophecy that had ever been prophesied. Why? Because it had been prophesied. Because heaven. Spoke it through the word of the prophet and Jesus actually stepped into it. It caused everything to happen because it had it, it sat in the earth until it was fulfilled. So as you're interceding and you're connecting with heaven, you are actually speaking over your beloved family and friends and city and nation, and you're bringing heaven to earth. And so when time catches up with the prophetic intercession, bam, you've already created a wall of of protection over the city. Come on. So when the, when the battle begins to rage, it will be limited in its scope or thwarted altogether. I'm not even going by my notes. <laughs> Hallelujah! Woo-woo-woo! <laughs> 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 Come on. Guys, I want a spirit of intercession to sit on me. Intercession... The Greek of of the word intercession means to light upon a person or a thing. To fall in with, to hit upon a person or a thing. Intercession cannot be intercession apart from being lit up. You will have something fall on you, in intercession, and you will know it. It's a burden of the Lord. And as you begin to pray and you get into the groove with God, you will feel an unction coming up from within and it'll start to come up and it'll start to get ready to come out and you know that you know that you know that you've just become one with heaven and you're about to release a roar that's going to come out of your mouth that's going to shift and change the environment. You're not just praying what you think. It has nothing to do with you, but it has everything to do with him. Paul taught us to pray this way. He said, I want you to pray at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. Vince was telling me the other day, he said, Tracy, everything is prayer to you. Everything is prayer all the time. Well, yeah, I'm praying all the time. I don't have to be in this prayer room. When God brings somebody to your mind... It's not an accident. It's not like just, wow, I wasn't even thinking about that person. And that that name jets across your mind. What should we be doing? Oh, Father, I ask right now that you would bless them. You would cover them. You would help them. Begin to pray in your prayer language because God is saying, you're a watchman and you're an intercessor. You hear my voice. You see the pictures that God gives you. How many of you get snapshots like Polaroids? That dates me to the 70s. Okay. Um... (laughs) Okay, like an iPhone picture you get in your head. (laughs) An Instagram. An Instagram. Yeah. A digital whatever. Anyway, so you get that picture and you're like, that's kind of weird that I got that picture. But you got that picture because God is saying, all right, now pray. Pray for the saints at all times. When you see something about America, all of a sudden you may be thinking about a senator, or you may be thinking about a congressman, or you may be thinking about an issue. You may all of a sudden be driving along and you're not even thinking about this, and across your radar comes human trafficking. And you're just like, what? There may be a girl that's being kidnapped in that moment that you don't even know about, but God has said, if you will begin to pray this way, then I'll begin to use you more to pray this way. Think about that yeah. all day long. Man, you're in warfare, and it's easy, you know. And you're like, Oh, okay, I'm at work. Hey, I'm a waitress. I'm giving you your barbecue. da ba ba ba. I'm thinking about my aunt all of a sudden. I've got cover with your love, blah blah blah. Right? I bet you get bigger tips. <laughs> In Philippians, Paul says this, Philippians 4, 6, Do not be anxious for anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. So standing in the gap. I love when Peter broke out, of, they broke Peter out of jail, right? How did they do it? Through intercession, right? So they're interceding, right? They're in, they're in the zone and they're doing what they've been called to do, which is join with heaven, release heaven on the earth, and what happens? Angel shows up. Bam. Heard the intercession of the saints. I'm here. I'm going to break you out of jail. Come on, follow me. How cool is that? Corporate prayer works. So we're in the days of increase. I was talking to um, some friends of mine. Now I want you to turn back. Let's look back at Revelation 12, 7 because I want to go there for a minute. A couple of things I want you to note. All right. Here they are. You've got Michael, right? da 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 So, uh, war broke out in heaven. Now, um, so they're fighting. So Michael and his angels fought with the dragon. Now, okay, this war's been going on for a while, right? This war has been going on for thousands upon thousands upon thousands of years. So they're wrestling and they're fighting. And it says this. So Michael and his angels fought with the dragon. And the dragon and his angels fought. But they did not prevail, nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? So why, all of a sudden, does Michael prevail against the dragon and all of the demons and throw them down to the earth? Because a place was not found for them any longer. Why? Because the suns begin to shine with the glory of the Lord on the earth as they are praying and interceding and calling down, taking authority over the demonic, right? They're actually, we are in our prayers, in our intercession and and preaching of the gospel, And functioning in power as both priests and kings, what we're doing is we're weakening the second heaven. They got sandwiched in. Not a good place to be. So you've got what's going on the glory of of the throne. You have more saints on the earth today praying in the spirit and worshiping in the spirit than have died since Christ came and are in heaven so what we're doing is we're actually weakening the second heaven so that the angels so that Michael and his angels can finally throw Satan down so that's good and bad news because he's thrown down here with us oh no but the good news is is that we are going to have what does it say Drum roll. all right Ah, then I heard a loud voice say in heaven, now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come. That to me sounds like the glory. That to me sounds like the fullness. That to me sounds like get out of my way, demon. This is something we, what did, what did Jesus say when he sent out the 72? Um, turn to Luke 10. So Jesus sends out the 72 and he says, okay, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go preach the gospel with power in my name. Luke, 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 Luke 10. Luke 10, 17. Then the 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning. Behold, I give you authority to trample on the serpents and the scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. He said, listen, you have to know who you are in a place of intercession. They're saying, "We are ruling over these demons." What is up with that? I am I am they're partnering in the name of Jesus in order to establish the kingdom on the earth. That the what did it say? It says that the glory of the Lord will be seen in the whole earth. That will be established and it will be established through you and through your authority in the place of intercession. And as we go out and as we continue to know our authority in intercession, beloved, I'm telling you, we're creating an environment that's going to be ripe for the harvest. That's why they've discovered over the past few years that missions alone does not work. That they have to couple missions and prayer, missions and intercession. Because one without the other doesn't work. I am not going out there on those streets if I have not established a stronghold in the place of prayer. Because it paves the way for me. It clears all of the clutter so that I can go out and do what I've been called to do. Amen? YWAM has recently partnered with IHOP and so they're seeing great things and they, they understand you know what it's not working just to go out and try to win the lost and to, to take them through all of our programs but we've really got to have prayers right so again um, here's what I believe um, Jeremy come on up. Galatians 2.20, it's no longer I who lives, but it's Christ who lives in me. The primary, um, the, the primary requirement of intercession is to die to self. To really be that broken vessel, you know, that broken cistern. So that we can pray what you pray and say what you say. And that's what intercession is. And I'm going to pray in a minute and I want the spirit of intercession to hit us. Because I want us to, to, to partner with God, even with groanings. Have you ever done that? Have you ever gotten into the place and you're like, okay, I'm making some strange noise and I don't know what that is. Kind of weird. But you know, that's kind of the way it goes. But, but, I've, but I've been hit with a burden to intercede before horrible things that have happened in America in the past. The Lord has shown me beforehand and I've travailed in that place in intercession. Laboring in a place Of intercession. But it's not labor. It's not hard because we we labor with grace, right? It's the grace that labors. It's not us that labors, but it's the grace that labors. And so, in that place of prayer, in that place of intercession, I wanna challenge you to, to do it in your own home and to say, okay, here's the scenario with my family. Here's the scenario with my city or with the city leaders. Now, God, talk to me and just wait on the Lord to say, here's what I think. This is how I want you to pray. And so you're like, all right, this is what I'm gonna release. So you just get in that place of prayer and you just start declaring. You just start declaring it. This is what you said. I'm gonna agree with you in intercession. And I just take authority over that in Jesus name and bam, 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 bam. We don't have to go around calling, chasing demons. We have, all we have to do is hear from heaven and release heaven that'll take care of it. Right? The word of the Lord, no demon can stand against this stuff. It's already been bought. It's already been paid. All he says is, listen to me and I'll take care of it for you. That's good. Isn't it? Makes it easy.